Okay. Continuing Sefer Yaina, Paragalif, Pasuk Dalid we got up to last week. So, um, so, the Pasuk says now, Vashem Hito Ruach Gedoyle Elayam. So we're talking about that the Neshama went down to the Gulf and, um, Basically, the guf was not listening to the Yetzir Taiv, it was listening to the Yetzir Hara, and going after the Taiv Asaylam Hazeh. So the Pasuk says, Vashem, Vashem is always who obeys Dina, you find that in, in, uh, in a few places in, in Chumash. The one says, Vashem, by Stoim, and by, um, and by Migdal uh, Bavel. Um, it says, Vashem, Hashem is him and his Bezdin, Hito Ruach Yedoyla El Hayam. So he brought, or he, or he sent forth, a big wind, El Hayam, to the sea. Vayisar Godobayam, So this is referring to, says the Grah, Hashem and his Bezdin sent down a Ruach Yedoyla, that's the Midas Hadin. The Midas Hadin, which were the Averis that we said last week, that come up in front of Hashem, the Averis themselves come up in front of Hashem, and they're screaming that the person's doing wrong things. So what happens is that when a person is captured, so to speak, by the Midas Hadin, because of all the Averis he's done, Hashem sends the Midas Hadin back to Elam Hazeh to go take back the Neshama. If the Neshama's not doing its job, it's time to come home. And that's called a Ruach. That's a Ruach. And it's a Ruach, Gedayla, and the Grog can't go through each and every little thing here, but basically, it's called a Ruach, and it's called a Ruach Gedayla, and it comes to take the Neshama. The Midas Adin, yeah. Now, El Hayam, it sends it down to the Yam. The Yam, we said, is Olam Hazeh. Olam Hazeh is the Yam, we said last week, because Olam Haba is the Yabasha. Everyone goes out to sea and comes back to the Yabasha. So here he again goes a little bit of Arichas the Gra, and he says, you find that Alexandrus Muktain asked the Zikne Hanegev, where is it better to live? Is it better to live by Yom, at the sea, or by Yabasha? So he told him, it's better to live, they told him, it's better to live by Yabasha, it's a Gemara in Tamid, or Mishnah in Tamid, Shekal Nachuse Yom, Misva Datayu Adesaukun You find that anyone goes out to sea, they don't have Menuchas HaNefesh, they're not calm until they get back to the dry land. So the Gro explains that Alexandrus Mukdun ruled over Alexander the Great. He ruled over the entire world. He had all Taivas Eilam he was Malach HaKolah Kula. If you want to have the epitome of somebody who has it all in this world. So that was Alexandrus Mukdain. And that's why he was coming with this question that I have, um, that I have, that I have everything in the world. And he had a cheshben, like the Gemara Navaidizaris has a similar cheshben, that there was a someone named Bar Sheshach, the Gemara Navaidizaris Hamachei, that, um, Rava was sending a present to this guy Bar Sheshach. So it says, the Gemara says, he went and he found him and he was in this merchat of uh, a bathhouse full of roses and he had a bunch of women with him and all different types of stuff there. All the Eilam Hazeh. And he turned to Rava and he turned to him, Islechu ki agavna la'amodasi. Do you have such pleasures like I have here in Eilam Haba? So Bar Sheshach also was considered himself as he had all the noise of Eilam Hazeh. Alexandrus Mokhtan had the same cheshben like Bar Sheshach. I had it all. 
And what happened there in that story with Bar Sheshach was Rava told him that our Olam Haba is better than all your pleasures here in Olam Hazeh. So he looked at him and he said, how is it possible? You can't have more than I have here. You can't have such a thing. So he told him, I'll tell you why. He says, because you here in Olam Hazeh, you have on you Aimsa de Malchusa. You always have the fear of the Malchus. We're never going to have the fear of any Malchus in Olam Haba. So Bar Sheshach said, me? What do you mean? I have it all. I'm the highest here. He was a prince, whatever he was. I'm going to have Aimsa de Malchusa. I don't even have that. I have no worries. The Gemara says, a few minutes later, a shliach from the Melech came and told him, listen, let's go. The king wants you. So he had to get up out of his, out of his taivas over there and all his annoys, and he had to go follow. So right away it was proven to him that he doesn't have it all. So, so um, he says like this. So the Gra explains. So Barsheshit was asking, where is it better in Eilam Hazer and Eilam Abba? So Rava showed him that Eilam Abba is obviously much better. And he says as follows. The first thing he says is like this. The Grub points out something very important here. He says that Toivas Oilam Haba is really not something that any of us could really fathom and understand. Because we live in a physical world. You try to explain to us Ruchnias. You can't explain to the pleasure of Ruchnias in a physical world. We could only relate to what we know. If you'll talk to the Neshama on its own, it probably remembers Eilam Abba. You could talk to it. But once it's in the goof and we're trying to relate to that, it's very hard to explain it. And the Gros says, Therefore, Al-Kain ain't Taivasay Mefurish Bekasev. If you look in the Torah, you don't find clear explanations of Eilam Abba. In Mechukaisei Telecha, what are you going to get? Geshmechem Be'itam. You find a lot of Eilam Haza type of things. We don't find anywhere Mefurish in the Pasuk the schar or the schar of Olam Haba. We don't find it. Why, says the Grah? Because it's not something that could be explained and that we could really understand. And really, you find this in other Mepharshim as well. The Kliyaka brings this down in Parshas Bechukaisai and there's Ibn Ezra in Parshas Hazinu that says, that says, um, says the same thing. You can't explain it. You can't understand it. It's a ruchni, it's a spiritual thing. The guf, which we are physical people in a physical world, can't understand it. So therefore, to, for Rava to go and explain to Bar Sheshach how our Olam Haba is much more Gishmak than his Olam Hazeh, he couldn't do that. He, there was no way for Barsheshech to ever understand that. And which is why Barsheshech even had the question. Because in the world of Olam Hazeh, the epitome of pleasure, he knows what pleasure is, I've got it all. And Alexander smoked in the same thing. So when Rav is going to answer him, you're not going to find Rav explaining to him how great Olam Haba is. Isn't that what he should have answered? The answer is because you can't explain that. That's not going to answer the question. So therefore, he had to show him that his Olam Hazeh is not even so great either. That's what he had to do. Because it looks like Rav didn't answer the question. Which is better, Olam Haba Olam Oh, look at your Olam Hazeh. It's not so great anyways. So if I find someone who has all of Olam Hazeh, does that mean he has everything? No. Well, why don't you explain to us why Olam Haba is the best? The answer is because he can't, we can't relate to that. Does so he Rav had... Know? What? Does Rav himself know? Only to a degree. Only to a degree. The Gemara says, the Gemara says that all the all the nevuos that the neviim were misnabe 
right? And for the people who are machzik tamidei chachamim, they're all physical pleasures. But the tamidei chachamim atzman, ayin secha, it's not fathomable. The schar of ruchnius is not fathomable. The schar of gashmius, that is fathomable. You support a tamid chacham, means you gave him gashmius, so you're going to get your schar in the world of gashmius. And the world of gashmius, there's a lot of bracha in there's a lot of bracha that could be here in this world. But actual oilam that's something only the neshama could fat. So therefore he told him, he told him, even if you're going to have you'll have everything a person life, as much pleasures as you have there's always pain. The more you have, the more daiga you have. So the more pleasure you get the more nechasim you have, the more problems you have. He says, Uchvar Herichu Sifrei Musr. Interesting Lashon from the Gra. The Sifrei Musr were ready Meirich because a person can't rely not on his riches, not on his sons, not on his daughters. person always wants more. The more he has, the more he wants. He's never satisfied. No one wants your Nailam Abba, no one's taking anything away from you. That's the first place a person could be calm and happy, and content, that what he has, he has, and he can enjoy it. So that's what he told him. What he to say is, look at you, you can have everything in the world, but you're always afraid, you're afraid someone's going to take it away, you're afraid you're going to lose it, you want more, you're not satisfied. There's always some type of daigas going on in your life. But Eilam Abba, we don't have any of that. In Eilam Abba, Chazal say, in by kinna, in by sinna, there's nothing there, it's all a pleasure. He says, that's why, when a tzaddik is nifter, what do we say? Noyach nafsheh. His nefesh is resting. Why is he resting? Because now he finally could rest. Because in Eilam he can't rest. Nobody could rest in Eilam A person's going to go to Eilam so if a person's not a tzaddik, it may take some time. He has to go through Gehenim and Einshim and different things. He, he's not ready yet to rest. But the tzaddik, he goes straight to his schar in Eilam Ki noyach nafsheh. He's resting now. It's the first time he's finally at peace. And that's why we say, all these types of things. So therefore, that's what Alexander Smaikton had the same Shiloh. He said, look what I have. You have anything better? So they told him, the Zikni Negev, so what do you mean? Anyone who's out at sea is not calm until they get to the Yabosha. That means anyone in Eilam you could be even you, Alexander the Great, you could have everything, but you're still always worried about something till you get to the Yabosha, till a Neshama gets to the Yabosha. Once it gets to the Yabosha, that's a whole different story. There you could rest. So that is... He threw it in, even though we talked about the Yaman Yabasha before, but the guy in here it's talking about the Neshama getting ready to go back to Shamayim. So here's where he talks about this Inyam. So now, so this is the Ruach Yidayla came alayam, Vayisar Godobayam. There was a big uh, storm going on. <coughs> um, why is this called a storm? Because what happened is, he says, the first, the Midas Hadin came to the Guf and it made it sick. It's called a So this storm is a storm here being sent to Eilam Hazeh, but it's specific, specifically focusing on this this Guf here, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to take it back. Um... 
and it brings the sicknesses to the guf, and it brings the sicknesses to the guf, and the boat now is going to start, it wants to break, or it's starting to come to break. It's thinking of breaking. What does that mean? The guf is the aniyah. We said the boat is the aniyah, is the guf. The guf thinks it's going to be broken now. He says, Kal yam shakal person walks around in this world and thinks, right? They used to say, the mashal, the balimus, always to say, people walk around and think, there's different, uh, there's different um, clubs in this world. You know, there's uh, the, the, the uh, you know, uh, I don't know, this type of club, that type of, what? And then there's the chavra starvers, there's the club of the people who die. I don't belong to that club. It's not, I'm not part of that chavra. That's how people think. And that's what the guy is saying. Person walks in this world, they think, I'm here, I'm in control. But all of a sudden now, unfortunately, he's getting a wake-up call now, and he sees it's not so simple. Now, why is it called the boat's breaking? Because the neshama is going to suffer, but the neshama is never going to be broken. The neshama is going to remain whole. The neshama is going to go back to Shemayim and come back in another Gilgal. The neshama is nitzchias. The neshama might suffer, but it's never going to be hishavah. It's going to break. The guf, on the other hand, if it's not mesukon in this Gilgal, if it's not mesukon in the neshama, tishavah lanetzach. It's gone lanetzach. It's finished. It's going to have to start over again. It's like a klicheres etzaruk shvira. Klicheres is needs to be broken to be metarid, but what happens once it's broken? And like takana, there's no way you got to reconstruct it, but it doesn't come back to itself. And therefore, therefore, um, therefore, it says vaniya chishva lehishave. What does literally chishva mean? That's a good question. What do they say in the in the translation it's about there? To break or what? Like thinking about breaking. Threatened, threatened to be broken off. Threatened to be broken. Um, yeah. It means it was in danger. Yeah. Thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Rashi says it appeared as if it would be imminently be broken. It was about to break. It was about to break. Right. Okay. So what happens? Hamalachim are the uh, the um, the sailors, ones who drive the boat. Says Rashi, ones who who sail the boat. So they got very afraid. Who are the manhigim of the Gulf? So the Gros says, there's a lot of kaiches, there's a lot of things that make a person do different things. There's a brain, there's a heart, a lot of different kaiches that are in a person. So what happened? So they got very afraid. Here, they're about to break, they're about to die. By Yizaku Ish El Elikov, or El Elikov, each one cried out to its God. So what does that mean? Says the Gros, all of a sudden, everyone starts crying out to their gods. They look to the Olam Hazeh, that their whole life they serve the Olam Hazeh. Their whole life they're busy serving Elihei Chesev, Elihei Zav, doesn't necessarily mean Avayi means people who serve money. A whole life they're not running after Ruchnias, people are running after Olam Hazeh. And they're all looking now, who's going to help him today? The person's, Rahman al-Islam, getting sick, he's ready to die. He's looking, his money's not going to help him anymore. The Olam is not helping him anymore. They're looking around, so they're crying out, help me out. So the Gros has two pshatim over here. It says they threw the kalim, which were on the Aniyah, El Hayam, into the sea, to make it lighter for them. So the first pshat he says is, it means 
Kshazerik me'al aguf begodim v'noifel me'al hamita. That they take off of the guf his clothing, and it falls on the bed. Lahakil me'al aleya, which means to say me'al ha'ivarim shel begodov kveidim alav. So, I don't know if this. I'm not sure if he means literally or not. But he says, It sounds like literally they take off his clothing because it's very heavy on the person as he's getting ready to die. But the remez here is, he says, that even his clothing are going to remain in Eilam There's nothing left. Forget the Zav and the Ketzev. Even what's on his physical body is not going with him. Or he says, The second shot, Vayotilu means, Shenoisim begadav letztaka. The last moments he's giving away from himself to Tztaka, El Hayam. He throws it into the Yam, into Olam Hazeh. He's hoping that with that, perhaps he'll get Tzchusim at the end. Person's Bishas Misasai. He has Charatan, what he did during his life. He's trying to amass Tzchusim. So that's, everyone's getting nervous over here. The Yoyna is the Neshama. He went down to the Yarkase Asvina, to the bottom of the boat. So he says an interesting thing. He says that, it means to say that the Neshama went down to the feet of the person. There's a Tikkun Ezoyer, Vatishkav Margalaisov. It says by Rus, Vatishkav Margalaisov, by, by the feet. So he says that it seems that... Um, the way a neshama leaves a person is towards the end of the life, the neshama goes down, down, down the body into the feet of the person. And then it says, once that happens, Vayishkav, he lies down, and he gets very tired. person before their nifter sleeps a lot. It's pretty much usual. For sure on the day he's going to die, as his, the neshama is getting ready to leave him, he falls into a sleep. Why? Because it's shkias hachama baranishama. Like the Pasuk says, Vayashem Shlavai, the Pasuk Abraham says, as the sun begins to set, Vitardeimonifelasalava, a sleep overcomes him. So as the Nishama is starting to leave the person, it's shkias hacham of the Nishama, so the uh, person becomes very, very sleepy. So that's what's happening over here. It's coming to the end. So now, is, is the Nishama sleeping? No, the Nishama goes down to the feet, right? Because that's where it's going to leave the person from, or at least that's how... But the Yoyna is representing the Neshama, right? Right. So that goes down on Yarkas Yasvina. And then Vayishkav is the person, will lie down, Vayiradam, and fall into a deep sleep. So the boat, or the... The boat, yeah. Right. Well, there's the connected. Because they're connected, right. right. But we're referring, the physical person is falling asleep. Now, it's interesting that here we don't call it an Aniyah anymore. Now it's called a Sfina. Right? We change terminology here. Right? So the Grah says because um, when, it's, it's, uh, it, when it's out at sea, it's called an Aniyah. As it gets closer back to port, it's called a Sfina. So as we're talking about now, it's Karavela Yabasha, because it's coming back home, it's called the Neshama is going back to Shemayim, so now everything is coming back, so the, even the guf, everything is going back to where it started, so the guf is called the Sfina now. Outside in the middle of the sea, when it's in Eilamaz, it's called Aniyah. Derech Aniyah Belev Yom, says the Pasuk Mishle. The Aniyah is out in the middle of the sea. As it gets closer to, back to dry land, it's called 
a svina. You call the svina. Also, when he's standing on top of the boat, that's an amiyah. He's standing on the deck. When he goes inside, it's lashon of sun. Yeah, because he has svina. It's, it's deep down. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, good. So it means like hidden down. Yeah, hidden down. So he's saying, in the, fir- the beginning, he was always on top. Now, as it went down to Yarkase, it turns into a spina. Okay, so what happens now? Vayikra Velo Rava Choivel. Rava Choivel is the captain, the head of the, of, the, of the sailors, the head of the Malachim. We have before the Malachim of the sailors. Who is that? That's the lave, that's the heart. Vayoymer Loi, and he starts saying, Malachan Nirdam. Why, why are you sleeping now? Kum Call out to your God. So the, the head of the body, which is the lave, the one in charge, starts screaming to the neshama, oh, what are you doing over here? All of a sudden you're falling asleep? This is not what's time to sleep over here. Call out to Hashem. See, maybe you could be, start being misakin things. Maybe we could still save the day here. Why do we have to break? Why do, we have to, why do you have to leave us? Now, it's the neshama, as he knows, who's he telling to be Masakin? It's the neshama that has the power to be Masakin. Because the guf and everything that comes along with the guf is always, that's Olam Hazah, that's Gashmias. It needs the neshama to help it be Masakin things. It can't do it on its own. The neshama is the driver. The neshama wants to drive a person to success, it'll drive him to success. The neshama wants to drive the person to oblivion, it'll drive him to oblivion. So he's telling him, what are you doing over here? This is not a time to, to, be, to be sleeping. It's a time to start seeing if you can do anything, to be misakin things. So, So the different kaychas and evarim in a person's body, they say, let's try to figure out, you know something? Obviously we sinned in this world. So now, who's responsible for it? Is it the tongue? Is it the, the other Avarim? Is it the eyes? Is it the brain? Who's responsible? We realize that we failed. We realize we failed. So now who's the one who's responsible? By Apilu Gairalis, so they tried to figure it out. They made lots. It doesn't mean it was just random. They checked into it. And they said they realized that it's the Neshama. Because the Neshama... If when it's good, it's mehapech es kol haguf l'tayva, that even though the guf itself is gashmias, and the guf itself, like we said, that's the Yetzirah, the Satan is able to, to draw the guf, because the guf is from this world, and it's home field advantage in this world. However, the neshama has the power to be mild and purify the entire guf, to make the guf into something that's tayva. So therefore, it's dependent, the neshama is the one responsible here. Apilar as little means let's draw let's let means to say let's figure it out. Let's figure out who's the one who's responsible that we went off. So they figured it out and they found they said the Yainitz, the Neshama. He had the power to be Mila the entire Gulf, and instead he didn't do what he was supposed to do. All the different kaichas in the body. So Vayimru I love, so they told him. So they ask him a lot of questions here. It almost sounds like the first time the goof wakes up to talk to the Nishama. Like, you know, hello, all of a sudden he wants to know, who are you, where are you coming from? What was your job exactly? When Hashem sent you here, what were you supposed to do? Where did you come from? 
So, because obviously, you're not from here, right? So obviously you were sent on a job, Tehillim Hazah, to go back. So where is that place that you came from? Where's your land? And what nation are you from? Meaning, because... He's sort of telling him, you didn't really act like a Yid, or like a full-fledged Yisrael, like you should have acted. Um, and not only that, you find that there's Erev Rav mixed into Klai Yisrael, there's other nations mixed into Klai Yisrael. So he says, who are you here? Who are you? So, Vayoymer Aleyem Ivri Anoichi, Vesashem Alekeh Hashemayim Aniyore Asher Osa Sayom Vesayabosha. So the Zayar says, that um, the Neshama says, Ivri Anaychi, I come from Aver Hanar, from the other side of the Nar, like Avram Avinu said, I'm an Ivri, I'm from the other side of things. In other words, I'm separate, Avram was on one side, the rest of the world on this side. So Neshama says, I'm not from here, I'm from Gan Eden, I'm from a different place, Ivri Anaychi, I come from Aver Hanar. Now, Aver Hanar also, they say there's one of the, one of the Naharis of, um, of, um, where the Malachim are, before you get to Gan Eden, there's different rivers there. Hanahar Dinar, Pasuk in Daniel. Um, Nahar Dinar. So there's a fire there, all different types of stuff over there, that when the Shamas have to pass through that to get to Gan Eden. So he said, I'm from the other side of the Nar. I'm on the other side from Gan Eden. So you got to go through the Nar to get to Gan Eden. And you want to know what I'm supposed to be doing? What I'm supposed to do is fear Hashem. Asher Osas Hayom Vesayavasha. He made all these places. He made Oilam Hazah. He made Oilam Haba. He made it that I'm supposed to, you're supposed to prepare in the Yam for the Yabasha. So you were asking me where are all these different questions? That's the answer. The answer is I had a purpose here. I came from a different place and I had a purpose. So so they became very afraid. What you do to us? If that's what you were supposed to be doing, you didn't do your job. You tricked us. You remember the Nisham on the way down was already Nimshach to Taiva Sailamaza. That's how we started off. He was already going towards Ninveh, Right? He already on his way down was already had problems. So the goof says he didn't even give us a chance here. What are you doing? If that's what you were created for? Because they realize, meaning the guf just realizes, right? We said he was running away from Hashem. He was like the rest of the world also runs away from Hashem. The neshama wasn't, didn't want to do what he was supposed to. <coughs> they realized, his whole life he was running in front of Hashem. Why? Because his whole life, that's what he was telling them. His whole life, the Neshama was telling him, go after Elam Hazza, go after Elam Hazza. The Guf didn't realize that this what, what was going on, but now when the Neshama finally revealed who he was, they said, what's going on? A whole life, you're running away from Hashem and you're taking us with you, right? Oh, one second, your whole life, you were telling us, go do this, go do that, all the types of Elam Hazza. We all of a sudden realized that everything you've been telling us is because you're running away from Hashem. So they became very afraid. Well, what did you do to us? You didn't do what was supposed to happen. So So they told him, Is there anything we could do? Is there any takana we could do to cure ourselves and to quiet down the gzar din that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to have? The chayli, the sickness, is, the storm is getting bigger and bigger. means that's it. It's coming towards the end of the person's life. The, 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 the goof realizes we're in trouble here. 
So the Neshama says, There's only one Eitzah. Pick me up and send me out. And then everything will become quiet. So the... Um, Again, I don't know what this means here, but he says, the Gra says, remember the Neshama was down Baraglayim. It was down at the feet. That's why he got very tired and very sleepy. He says, the only way for the Neshama to actually leave, it goes out through the Gara and through the throat of the person. So even though it descends all the way down to the feet at the end of his life, and I guess that's sort of what, um, as, a, you know, as a person... Uh, deteriorates, right? So that's what's going down. The Nisham is not at full Kayach, but the actual Misa comes out through the Garan, through the throat. So he says, you have one Eitzah, you got to get rid of me. <laughs> no, it, it, again, the goof is sick. The goof is, goof is suffering here. He says, what are we supposed to do? The Shaman says, you have no Eitzah, I have to leave. I have to eat. So Uni, lift me up. It's now I'm at the feet now. Lift me up. Vitiluni alayam and throw me out. Alayam is alam hazeh. Yeah, he says, And what will then happen is, once he's out in this world, he's going to ascend to Elam Haba. In other words, send me out to the Yam, into the world, and then I will go up to Elam Haba. And we'll be separate. You'll go, I'll go up, and you'll be left here. Once I leave, you're not going to have any tsar anymore in Elam Haba. It's gone. But it's not suffering anymore. It's just finished. Somebody's troubled me. He's not the correct plan. Wanted to commit suicide, and he wanted to kill himself. That's really over, I guess. It was really over. He says over here he asked for the goyim to throw him over, as opposed to him jumping himself. That was by by him himself. By him himself. Yeah. Right. A little less. It's about the suicide thing. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to him, it's that his blushin is a smacks less of suicide. Yeah. Suni is the lotion of, of pick me up, right? right. Pick me up in Olam Hazim, meaning pick up Olam Hazim through me. Have the Neshama be Mikadish Olam Hazim. I mean, to do tshuva, like. To do tshuva. That could be. You get cured of the, you get cured, and then everything works perfectly again. Because this whole thing sounds like a tshuva process to begin with. Uh, right, it does sound thing. like, but the, the from the Gra, it sounds well. like it's holding too late already. It's right. It's right, and you're saying that it could be a means of being misakin. It could be. Because the Neshama says, listen, I know it's really all my fault. But Haraya, that after we separate, you're not going to suffer anymore. It's just going to be me. So it's me really causing the problems. He's still going in the, it's too late for Tshuva. Because you have to remember, the Gain's, the Gain's whole Mahalach here is that the Neshama did not do his job in this world. And it's going to have to come back in Paragimel and Paragdalid as the second Gil will be Masakin it. So he wants it to be that we weren't mis- that the Neshama was not Masakin itself. So you have no Takana. You're right. This this trip has been a failure. Shem is a failure, and we got to part ways. So Vayachteru Anoshim Lahashiv El Yabasha. But it's interesting. All the Kaiches Haguf tried to Lahashiv El Hayabasha, which means it says Sharatzu Lele Lelech Bederech Hatayva Bederech Eitzachayim. They tried maybe still to do Tshuva to come to the Yabasha, like you were saying, Veloyachaylu. But it's interesting. It, it is very interesting. You're pointing this out very well, Gil. That that the Neshama it seems has given up. 
The neshama has given up and says, okay, there's nothing to do anymore. I'm going to go back and I'm going to have to redo things. But the goof, maybe because the goof, this is its last chance. Because the goof is never going to have a second chance. So the goof is saying, no, let's try to still fix things up over here. I don't want to be the goof of Chetamet. Right. I want it to be me. Right. I mean, he's trying to get to the Eilam Haba. They're going to the Abasha, but he couldn't get there. That's the, but, but here the goof wants to get there. Right, the goof is trying to get there right, by so, being misak and everything. He, he says, right. Sharatsu v'loya chaylu ki hayam haylech v'sayer achshav ein hatshuva me'ela says the Gra haylu kvar nigzera alav gzera. It says in Shmuel ki chafetz Hashem la'misam and the Gemara in Masech the Rosh Hashanah talks about kan lifnei gzardin kan la'achar gzardin that biyachet la'achar gzardin Tshuva Kubi is not going to help anymore. You have to put all that so different shmuz, afilu cherev chado, that whole business. But there is such a concept, the Gemara says, the lacher gzardin, once it's a gzardin, that could be, it may be irreversible. I think Barusham, we find it, right? Makadishat Asad, a certain point where it's already like, correct. It must be Kimel also Tshuva, right? Barusham. Right, Barusham, it's the Kosh Baruch who takes away. That's it. Right, they can't even do tshuva anymore. Right, that could be. So, so you have to know now who, who we're talking about over here. Right, it's someone who didn't do his job. Right. So, um, so they tried to, and they, they couldn't. So, so they called out to Hashem, and they said, So they cried out to Hashem, Why do we have to be destroyed or lost together with the neshama? Now, this is an interesting thing. The Gemara says somewhere, it says that um, the goof is going to be In other words, if the goof is not going to help do its job, so... And its life had to be shortened because of it. So Hashem's going to say, listen, you could have been here more and done, done better things. You have to be going to give a din that there was a shortened life. So that's what they say, No, we still want to do things. We don't want to shorten the life. We don't want to have to be responsible for damnaki, meaning like killing a person. Ki Hashem kasher So he says, It's not our fault. It says, Bishlam of the Neshama, that comes from a Makam Kadaish. So you have tightness on the Neshama, why it didn't do its job. But what's our problem? We, Kasher Chafatz Dosisi, means the Chaymer, Gashmias, that by definition is drawn to Gashmias and drawn to, like we said, to Chumrias. Why are we at fault for this? You made the Chaymer, physicality comes from this world, it comes from dirt, it comes from Shechvazera, these are all things that are, don't lend to Ruchnius. So again, like we said, the Guf is already, uh, it says the home field advantage is in this world of Chumrius. So why is it our problem? You made us the way you wanted, meaning this we is, we, we are who you made us to be, and that's it, it's like we, we had everything against us. So that's the time of the Guf has. So, but it wasn't working. You know, the Hashem still had tightness over here. It didn't end. Like we're saying, it was too late. So they took, you know, they took the Neshama. And that's what happened. So what happened? We'll just end the parak. So, um... So, he says that the people were very afraid 
a year of Gedolah Hashem, Vayiz Bechuzevach Hashem, Vayidru Nidarim. So this is an interesting thing. I'm not exactly sure who these Anoshim are, according to the Gain. His Lashon here is, Hanesham Mohelechas Mikaidem, Vyachar Kach Parshin Akaychais, Vaoz Kairi Hatarnagal. There's steps here. The Nishamas leaves, then the kaychafs of the person, which is the physical, like we said, the lave and the and the and the um, and um, what were the other kaychafs that we said? Yeah. So, okay. So, could be that's what's Talian. So there's a lot. So all. So then. So first the neshama leaves, and then the physical gulf dies. Right. That means. And now it could be this is mom. This is milliseconds. Right. It doesn't have to mean that there's a the neshama leaves, and then a day later the person dies. Right. And the so the kaiches then are perished from him, and the gulf is dead. Vaz kairi hatarnagol. What's the tarnagol? Um, I'm not sure. There's something in the Zayar that, um, so it's, it's, it's sort of a, a, a calling out from the Olam HaElyayin. There's like an announcement that the Neshama is coming. That's the, the Masha of the Tarnagal. And then they tell a person, Adin Al-Kalmaisa, everything that he's done, they tell him he comes Adin V'Cheshben. So the Medrash Tumar Ervin tells us that, look, the Midah of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is different than the Midah of Abbasar Vedam. Because when a person is Chayav Misa to a physical king, so the Medrash, the Gemara says, they have to put a thing in his mouth, they have to put like a muzzle on his mouth so that he shouldn't curse the king as they kill him. Because he feels he's unjustly being killed. But by HaKadosh Baruch Hu it's not like that. A person's quiet. is Because the Neshama knows that this is at the end of the day. When it comes that day, he realizes he deserves it. And not only that is he not mekalal and he's quiet, but so that's what's happening over here is the Neshama now is going back to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. They're going to tell him what he did Wrong. And the Nesham is going to be Maidal Ames, and he's going to be Makriv Karbanus Ki'ilu, because he's going to say, Akadish Baruchu, you were Taka right. And that is, now the Nesham has gone back to Akadish Baruchu after failing to do its job in this world. And Bez Hashem, we will continue next time and see what happens from here on.